Hi there, Sharon Hespier, the Good Gut Girl, and welcome to another episode of my podcast. So today I'm going to go through some of the questions that I would ask you if you came in to have a naturopathic appointment. So obviously we start with, you know, the, the basics like your name, your date of birth, how old you are, where you live, things such as that, um, how I can contact you best. But other things that I will ask you about is your occupation, because if you're a hairdresser, for instance, and you work with lots of chemicals, I'll be on the lookout for some type of liver dysfunction or kidney dysfunction. Um, if you're a painter, I'll be looking for the same thing. Or if you work with chemicals or heavy metals or all sorts of things, um, really, really important that I need to know what you do for a living. I also need to know about what your allergies are. Do you have any known diagnosed allergies? And this is because sometimes I have um, supplements that may contain egg or something like that. So I need to know if that's an allergy. I then sit down and we say, okay, now what's the main reason for your appointment? I might find lots of other things going on with your gut especially, but I really need to know why you are sitting in the chair with me or why you are sitting across the Zoom screen with me. I'll then want to know what sort of health conditions are medically diagnosed. Um, this is because lots of people think that they have things going on, but a medical diagnosis will give me confirmation of a problem. I also need to know what sort of prescribed medications you take. So prescribed medications from your GP because natural medicines can interfere with prescribed medications with pharmaceuticals. I then looked at your um if you take any prescribed supplements. So supplements supplements are not really supplements. There are good quality supplements and there are not such good quality supplements. So I need to know what sort of supplements you're taking. Um, and then I'll look at over-the-counter medications. So these may be antihistamines or they could be um, chewable antacid type medications. And then I'll also look at over-the-counter supplements. So you may have picked up some liquid iron from somewhere because you were tired. Then I will look at what you eat in a day. And I'm going to be truthful here. People don't often tell me exactly what they're eating because usually the things that they put down, if they were eating like that, they would not be sitting in front of me. So I'll be honest here and say to you, people often do stretch the truth a little bit with what they eat. So I usually only ask for a day or so's um, list of foods. I don't look at a complete diet diary for two weeks. Um, I'll also ask what people eat in between meals, what they eat after dinner, I'll also ask, is there sugar cravings and bread cravings and alcohol cravings? So that can indicate that we have a candida problem or a food intolerance. I'll also ask people how much water they drink because often people are tired because they just don't drink enough water. Um, and then sometimes if people drink too much water and we too much, that can really be an indication that there's some sort of diabetic problem going on. So we would send them off to the GP to do further investigations. I also look at how many coffees and how many teas people are having a day. And I'll also look at the alcohol intake per day. Like I'm not here to judge what sort of alcohol you drink or how much alcohol you drink. I'm just here to address your usually your gut problems. So I find this is something that people often 
don't um, tell the truth about either, but, but but that's okay. And I know, I do know that medical doctors as well will double the intake of what people say on their forms, which is quite interesting. Whereas recreational drugs, people tell me all about that. They have no issues with that, which I think is quite funny. Often I will also want to know how often you prepare meals uh, because if I'm going to put you on, take some foods away, I need to know if you can cook or not. I also want to look at some what your major childhood illnesses were because, for instance, if tonsillitis was a major problem or ear infections were a major problem, that often indicates that we have a problem with dairy um, I'll, I also want you to indicate your stress levels between zero and 10, obviously zero being the lowest and 10 being the highest, um, just so I can get a handle on the stress that you're under so that when you come back for your second or your third appointment and I get you to number it again, we can see that it's come down because it's a really hard thing to quantify if you are less stressful. I also do the same with your energy um, levels ask you what it is between one and ten then that gives me a bit of an indication you know do I have do you is there a low b12 problem a low iron problem is it a food intolerance problem also want to know how many hours sleep you get in a night and if you wake up refreshed or not because sometimes if you don't wake up refreshed it can just be a lack of magnesium but most often time it's because of what you're eating the night before I'll also ask people, do they get sleepy during the day? So if you sometimes get sleepy and, and just think, oh, gosh, if I could just put my head on the desk for 10 minutes and you do that, that usually indicates that we have a food intolerance going on. I also ask people, have they had glandular fever? Um, have they had chronic fatigue syndrome? Have they been diagnosed with scoliosis? So if somebody has been diagnosed with scoliosis, often that means that they're is too much copper and not enough zinc in their body. So I will automatically test for that. I'll also ask people if they've taken the acne drug Roaccutane, usually because years after that has been taken, we will see liver problems and we often see food problems because it's quite um, a strong drug that does knock people around. I'll also ask you, have you recently travelled out of the country? Because especially if you've been to Bali or you've been to, um, well, at the moment, no one has been from because of COVID. But after COVID times, we will come back. And usually before, I would have asked people, because if you've got a bout of gastroenteritis, if you had a, a, a bout of barley belly, then I will consider that do we have a parasite or too much bad bacteria in your gut? I'll also ask what you do to relax. I will also ask, um, have you recently been on holidays to northern New South Wales? Now, the reason I ask that is because in northern New South Wales, there are a lot of parasite infestations and people, if they have been worse since their holiday there, then I will immediately think that it's a parasite problem. I also ask, did a stressful life event precede your symptoms? Often what happens with food intolerances is you'll have a stressful event and then three or so months later, um, your gut symptoms that may have been mild are much, much worse. Then it's a really good indication that you could have a food intolerance. I'll ask you about panic attacks, depression, anxiety. I also ask people, have they ever had an eating disorder? Because commonly eating disorders and fructose malabsorption do go hand in hand. 
I will ask, do you get reflux? Now, reflux can be because of food intolerance, candida, fructose. It can be from any of the gut problems. Um, I'll ask people about bloating. Do you get bloated after every meal? Is it only twice a week? Or are you bloated all the time? I will also ask if you have been diagnosed with a parasite. And I will also ask, have your symptoms become worse after probiotics? I will want to know if your gut pain is high up under your ribs, which will indicate a fructose malabsorption problem, or is it lower down, which may indicate a food intolerance or a candida problem. I will ask, is your stomach pain severe? Often if your stomach pain is severe, it will be fructose malabsorption, but if it's milder, it will be food intolerance or candida. I will ask, are your symptoms worse after garlic and or onions? If it's a yes, I'll be very likely think that you have fructose problems. Um, I'll ask you, are you hungry when you wake up? If you're not hungry when you wake up, I am immediately thinking that there is some sort of liver dysfunction going on or there's too much copper and not enough zinc. I will ask you, how often do you eat red meat? Um, this is because often people are vegetarians and they forget to tell me or they're vegans and they forget to tell me. So I don't mind it if people people will choose to eat whatever they want to eat, but I need to know if they're eating red meat. And often people have too much copper and not enough zinc or especially not enough zinc because they don't eat enough red meat. So that will also indicate to me, do I need to test for iron, zinc, copper, B12, and things such as that. I will also ask, how do you feel if you eat red meat? So if you feel sluggish or you feel it just sits in your gut, then you may need some digestive enzymes. I will ask you how you feel if you eat fruit on an empty stomach. Now, if you don't feel great after fruit on an empty stomach, that will indicate we have a fructose malabsorption problem. Um, but if you're fine with fruit on an empty stomach, I won't be thinking that at all. I need to know, do you still have your gallbladder? Because your gallbladder is a really, really important part of your digestive tree. And often when people don't have a gallbladder, they often have a SIBO problem, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Um, I ask people, do they have a hiatus hernia? And I'll ask, I, I need to I ask people, how often do you poo? Okay, once a day, once a week, you know, once every three days. And I need to know what color it is. If it's a mustardy color, I'm thinking liver dysfunction. If it's a grayish color, I'm thinking pancreatic dysfunction. If it's tan, it could be a liver problem. It needs to be a chocolate brown. If it's a green, I'm thinking infection or too much spinach. I'm looking, um, I'm going to ask you, does your poo float or does your poo sink? Your poo should sink. It should not float. If it floats, it means it's not absorbing your fats because fat floats on water. I will ask you, does it have food particles in it? Corn, of course. Corn does not digest. You will always see corn, but you should not see any other food in your poo. And if you do, that means that your gut dysfunction, you, you may not have enough digestive enzymes and we may give you some digestive enzymes as well. I will want to know, if you, is your stool well formed? Okay, does it sometimes have this mud pie-ish consistency or soft serve ice cream consistency? If that's the case, I'm often looking for parasites, okay? And if your poo is at 
consistency after too much rice or too much potato, I'll also think that there could be a parasite issue going on. I will also um, ask you if there's ever been any blood on your stool. And if there has, we give you, we send you back to your GP and ask him to run a few more tests. Um, I will give people a um, Bristol stool chart and ask them to tell me what shape poo it is. Um, I also want to know, is there any mucus on your stool? So if there's any mucus, that can be an indication of a food intolerance. And I want to know, does your poo smell? It should not smell. I will want to know, do you have excessive flatulence? Because everybody should have some flatulence, but it should not be excessive. I also will want to know, does it smell? I will want to know how often do you get constipated and how often do you get diarrhea? Um, I will want to know, um, do your bowels, do you open your bowels and can more come out? I will want to know, have you had a recent bout of gastroenteritis? Now, this is a really funny one. I always ask people, are their digestive symptoms worse at the time of the full moon? That can indicate a parasite problem. I ask people, does your bottom get itchy? This can indicate a candida problem. I will ask people, how often do they get bladder infections? Sometimes bladder infections are histamines. Sometimes they're related to endometriosis. Sometimes they're related to foods. I'll ask you, do your ears get itchy on the inside? So if your ears get itchy on the inside, that can be a candida problem. I will want to know when was your last dose of antibiotics and how often have you taken antibiotics in the past? Because if there's been a bucket load of antibiotics, I'll be thinking that we've got a candida problem. I also ask you, are your symptoms worse on damp days? Now, often that will be a candida problem. I will ask you, do you have fungal infections on your feet, your toenails, or your groin area? If you do, that means candida. Um, I will ask you, do you get hives? I'll ask you, do you get thrush or yeast or candida infections? I will ask you, do you have skin rashes that clear up with antifungal creams, which means that that's a candida problem? Is there any eczema? Have you been diagnosed with a histamine intolerance or a salicylate reaction? I will ask you, does your skin get itchy? Sometimes your skin will get itchy because of histamine, because of salicylates, because of food intolerances, because of candida. Your skin can get itchy for lots and lots of reasons. I will ask you, are you worse after red foods such as apples, strawberries or watermelon? So this can indicate a salicylate problem. I will ask you, does your nose get runny? Because your nose should only run when you have a cold. That can just be sometimes a food intolerance or sometimes candida. I will ask you, do you get a post-nasal drip? So that's when that drip, it goes down the back of your throat and you can feel it. And that sometimes is candida, sometimes food. I will ask you, do you get headaches? Because you sh your head should not ache unless you bump into something uh, with your head. So that's usually a food issue. Um, I'll ask about migraines, which can be a food. That also can be histamines. I will ask you, do you get mouth ulcers? Um, usually that's an immunity issue and it's usually food intolerances. I will ask people if they have a high pain tolerance. Sometimes this indicates that there's a parasite problem going on. Now, I'll ask people, do they smoke cigarettes? And 
did they use to smoke cigarettes? Because some people might have given up cigarettes the week before, but I still need to know that. Um, as I said earlier, I will ask people about recreational drug use. This is more about anxiety because lots of recreational drugs can make people very, very anxious. Um, I'll ask people, do they get muscle cramps, which could be because related to it because they have a lack of magnesium. Um, sometimes joint or muscle pain can be a candida problem. I will ask people, do they get pins and needles in any part of their body? That can mean low B12. I'll ask you about cold sores, which is about immunity. I will ask you how many colds or flus you get in a year um, and how long it takes to recover from them. So that usually will be indicate to me that we need to check your vitamin D or we need to check your zinc. I will ask people, do you have a bad memory if their eyes are puffy, if they have difficulty with maths or if they often bump into things? All of those four symptoms indicate that you may have low iodine, so we will get your iodine checked. Um, I will ask you if you had problems conceiving your children, if you do have children, and if you have had a, a history of miscarriage. I will ask females to describe their menstrual cycle. And then I will lastly, I'll ask people if they have any other health concerns or other health problems. Sometimes people say to me, I think I've got enough going on. I don't need anything else going on. So so they are the sort of questions that I will ask you in a consult. So that was pretty quick and fast, but I didn't want this podcast to be too long and too hard to listen to. So um, it was pretty quick and it was pretty fast, but those are the sort of questions that I will ask you in a consult. So just in case you were wondering, now you know. Thank you. Um, from Sharon Hesp, The Good Gut Girl, and look out for my next podcast soon. Thanks.